Look who decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. All right. Checking the levels. Yes, there are levels. Oh, good. Levels. Good. We need levels. I was levels. confused. I thought I was only seeing one channel. And then I went, oh, my God, is it in mono? Oh, my God, is it only coming out of the left speaker? Oh, my God, what is happening? What is happening? It turns out I just need to scroll Let's see more of the screen. Right. Well, and I love it when that is the answer to your technical problem because if it's more complicated than press this button on and off and scroll to see more on the screen, that's, that's when I start to want to throw the computer right out the window. It's a series of emails. It's bureaucracy after that. And um, it's really, it's not a good scene. So I'm glad that our technical difficulties have already been resolved. Yeah, and they were just mostly my eyes. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's good when the technical difficulties are your eyeballs. <laughs> it's great. We can fix that. Hi, this is the Early Show Later podcast. I'm Karis. I am the truth sayer. <laughs> Known as? Cherry. Yes. And I'm also Gary. And cherries. Yes. And carrots. So this is episode 121 today. And we're entitling this episode The Chicken and Steak Cast. Yeah, we're keeping this one a little bit themed. We're going to uh, kind of Black History Month Vancouver themed. Uh, Karis, there was a, uh, a dude you found on Twitter who every day, every day, right? Pretty much. Yeah, every day for February. Every day for, for Black February, History Month. Has a Black History Vancouver story. And it's just the beautiful cross-section of, you know, settler history in this city, Vancouver history, black history, and it, it just, it all, it's all there. There's and something to find out and learn. Yes, every day. There's something to learn every day, something new, potentially, that maybe you have not heard. There are a lot of his tweets. I'm like, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, didn't, I never even heard of that. No. And so. And other stuff you're kind of like, ah. Oh, I've heard that. I've seen, I've heard those words, or I think I've heard that story, and then you get the more. That's exactly it. And so today we actually, we talk to uh, Wade, and we have that full interview here on the podcast. And we also have a really cool clip, and if you're interested, I would recommend you go to The Peak on Twitter and uh, find our tweet from this morning. It is February 16th. And uh, we tweeted out a link to the full two-minute piece that the granddaughter of Vi, who ran Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse here in Vancouver in Strathcona a number of decades ago. It no longer exists, but she kind of describes it in their pictures, and it's really great. Yeah, she's like standing on the street corner where it was. So you get, yeah, you get to kind of put the geography and the pictures. And it's like poetry, you know, the way she describes it. Yeah, it's cool. And it's just a, it's a really uh, cool thing to know more about Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse, which was a, a well-loved establishment in the city of Vancouver from, and I forget, I think Wade said it start, she started it in the... 40s to 60s or early 70s? No, it was like the 40s to 70s or there something go, like that, yeah. because I think then at some point her daughter took it over before it closed. Yeah, which is very cool. Um, but like huge, big name stars came to Vi's house and would hang out and have delicious food and potentially even perform. And she performed herself sometimes. It just sounded like a really 
cool spot. So uh, we take a deep dive into that as well as get some more information about black history in Vancouver from Wade Compton. Uh, the pride of Perth, Australia. That is uh, Tame Impala doing a song called Elephant. I think they're from Perth, right? So they're weird. I would assume they're from Perth. What's going on right now, uh, Karis? We've been following Black History Month here in Vancouver. You you uh, you found this dude on Twitter, um, Wade Compton, who's been sharing uh, just some great stories, just little historical anecdotes uh, from this na- uh, city's past. Yep. Wade Compton is a prize-winning writer of poetry, fiction, and essays and is from Vancouver. And every day for February for Black History Month is tweeting out uh, something, you know, about black history, about the city, whether it's uh, maybe an event or a place or a person. And so from a few days ago, uh, he tweeted about Vi, who ran Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse in Strathcona. And I found a really awesome clip on YouTube of Bertha Clark, who is Vi's granddaughter. And Bertha does an awesome job. This is just part of the clip. We can't play the whole thing because it's a little bit too long. But um, it's it's great. She describes Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse. Her grandma's restaurant. Yeah. And it was just, you know, like it was run out of the house. Um, but, you know, she describes how it was open from 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. You know, things really got going at midnight. And during Prohibition, people would, you know, you'd bring in, you'd smuggle in your own liquor. And this was just, this was standard sort of all through the city, right? Without liquor licenses, people would bring in their own liquor and then Vi would supply the mix. And uh, and Bertha says like, and also she'd, you know, Vi would take a moment. She'd sit down. She'd enjoy a drink or two. She's a good host. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is Bertha describing her grandma's uh, famous chicken and steakhouse. From the corner of Maine to the alley on Union, that's where you would find the spot. Vi's Chicken and Steaks was pretty, pretty hot. My grandma owned the joint, mm-hmm, and ran it first class, too. And the entertainers back then, when they came to town, would walk through her doors, because grandma didn't mess around. Ooh, Ella Fitzgerald, Duke Ellington, Lou Rawls, Lena Horne, Billy Holiday, Sammy Davis Jr., Vi's Chicken and Steaks was a hot, hot, hot part of that night scene. And there was a time when Jimi Hendrix's grandmama worked for mine. That's awesome. Pretty cool. <laughs> and just the whole description of it and the way that she wrote it and delivered it, it's, it's great. We are going to be talking to Wade Compton later on the program about Vi and uh, Black History Month. That'll be coming up uh, a little after 9.30 this morning. Wade? Wade. Yep. Oh, oh you're there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that sounds good. Is, is that okay? Yeah. Okay, awesome. All right, well, uh, Jeremy, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, all right. Well, without further ado, uh, we welcome to the program prize-winning writer of poetry, fiction, and essays, instructor and chair of creative writing at Douglas College, and Vancouverite Wade Compton. Wade, how's it going? <laughs> it's good. How are you this morning? 
I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so, Wade, uh, right away off the top here, you know, we've been following along on Twitter. You've been posting uh, some great stories of Vancouver Black History for Black History Month, which is incredible. Wade, why are you so connected uh, into this scene, or, or why has this kind of become a little bit of a passion for you? Well, it's funny. I kind of walked into this backwards, in a, in a way, into doing history, because I come out of the English department, and uh, in the early 2000s, I was doing a thesis on black writing in British Columbia. And uh, doing the research for that, I realized I didn't really know the history as well as I needed to. And so I started researching the context for some of these writers and then laying out, it was a literary history. So I went right back to James Douglas and his um, journals and then published it along with an essay and I noticed people were sort of using it as a history in the absence of a conventional history that went right up to now so I started thinking about it in terms of you know what people know about this community and what they don't know and then formed a group called Hogan's Alley Memorial Project with a bunch of other people basically to raise awareness around Vancouver's black history and our goal also was to have some kind of public memorial to Hogan Valley. That's incredible. And so, Wade, specifically, I mean, we're, we're loving all of your tweets. Um, this morning, earlier, we were talking about Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse that was in Strathcona and found a really great uh, clip on YouTube, actually, um, a description of the place done by Vi's granddaughter, Bertha Clark. Um, and, mm-hmm. and she, and she describes it and it's like, man, I wish that we were alive at the same time that Vi's Chicken and Steaks was alive because it sounds like it was a really amazing spot. Yeah. By all accounts, I've noticed when I've done talks, um, <clears throat> you know, anybody who was, you know, older folks who were in Vancouver during that time always have some kind of memory of Vi's. It seems like, it seems like just about everybody passed through there at some point. It was in operation for a really long time, from the late 40s right up until 1975. It was one of the few institutions that kind of survived the destruction of Hogan's Alley. And so Vi, I mean, Vi started it, right? So did, was, she, was she part of running it that whole time? Do you know? Oh, yeah, she was. I think at the very end, her, her daughter took over, I believe, um, <clears throat> but yeah, she, it was it was her show really, and and it was a show. She would cook the food, but then also come out and sing, and it was a real sort of kind of holistic performance of a place. And and it was a restaurant, but then it would turn into a bottle club at night. Vancouver kind of then as now had some pretty draconian laws around drinking. Yeah, like when the when prohibition ended, it kind of didn't end in a lot of ways for a lot of places. It was very hard to get a license, a liquor license. And so um, there were a lot of the chicken houses that black women in the East End ran doubled as bottle clubs at night. So they would be a restaurant cafe during the day. And then at night they would be places where basically speakeasies where you could, as my mom and dad described it, you'd go in and you could order a bottle. You'd keep it underneath the table and then drink. Right. And so if the police came in, people would kind of hide the bottles and that was sort of the way they would get around it. Yeah, kind of like keep it down at your feet and cover it with your coat maybe or something. (laughs) 
Yeah, but then I also hear stories of a lot of the police went to them too. Like they were, they were kind of. Well, they gotta the go somewhere after work after other, a tough day look, of enforcing the liquor laws. <laughs> absolutely right. It was absolutely true that they would either be paid off or they would look the other way, and or they they were patrons themselves. So yeah. That's incredible, Wade. Thank you so much for, like, taking the time and posting all these stories. Like, Karis and I have just enjoyed uh, going on your Twitter and, and um, uh, gr- you know, clicking on some links and learning some things and w- seeing some videos. And, y- I mean, it's kind of a multimedia experience on your Twitter feed. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to. I mean, part of it's also just that people – I'm tired of people saying there are no black people in Vancouver. Or the history There is no black history in Vancouver. So part of it is just to take up that kind of space and – show people, you know, day after day that we've been here since before Vancouver was Vancouver and have made an impact on the region. And if you're looking for Wade Compton on Twitter, remember it's W-A-Y-D-E Compton, and you should pop right up. That's right. Cool, man. I appreciate it. Thank great. you. Great. Thank you so much, Wade. Thanks for taking the time. All right. No problem. You're have awesome. a great day. Thanks, dude. Okay. Bye. Bye. And bye to you. Bye to you. Just get that email. Oh, I'm just sorry. Oh, just typing. I'm tippity typing. Clickety clackety clickety clack. You know what? Just a quick side note about typing. I still have a memory of. Um, I went to a dentist office when I was a kid, and I idolized the receptionist. Because she could just, like. Yes, because she had long. Red fingernails. Right. Sometimes they were pink. I don't know. They were always very colorful and very long. And she had the she, very beautiful shoulder pad sweaters. Oh, yes. This was in the mid to late 80s. And she would slide around on her little wheelie chair behind the desk. And whenever she would type, it would go ticky-tack, ticky-tack, ticky-tack because her nails would clack on the keys all the time. And then when she would rip off the sides from the dot matrix printer, you know, those little holes down the side with the perforations, you had to rip those off. She'd do that and her nails would look so cool when when she did it. And I just, sometimes when I ticky-tack on a keyboard like that, I have a flashback to her looking so fabulous in that receptionist's office. And I was like, I want to be you. I don't like know how I can Dolly be Park you. She was Dolly 9 to 5? She was. And I was like, this is what I want for my life. So, anyway. She I was your Melanie Griffiths. Yeah, she totally. <laughs> uh, in real life. Like, not even just on a screen. Yes. But, like, I saw her when I would go to the dentist. She'd I hope be she's there. this podcast. She inspired <laughs> I so a too. young Karis. Yeah. I mean, I never ha- have had nails quite that fancy before in my life, but yeah. I, you know, I strive to attain that at some point. I might get there one day. You might get there we'll one day. You're still a lot of time. You're young and yep. you're growing and learning. Totally. And so. you will develop one day this fashion sense that you've always wanted. 1988 professional businesswoman. Yes, that's what I'm. Yo, one day I'll get there, Jeremy. So Karen's going to come to work one day and be like, is that a football pads underneath your jean jacket? And you're like, thank you for noticing. <laughs> thank you for noticing my fabulous shoulder pads. Yes, I thank bought you. this Legion of Doom cosplay outfit and then I put a business suit over top of it. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. But have you seen my nails? Yes, look at the nails. Uh, So thank you, Wade, again, for joining us on the program. That was uh, very cool talking to him. And I love learning about Vi's Chicken and Steakhouse. And I really wish that we were alive when it was alive because it sounds like it would be a place that we would love going to. I love Wade's takes, too, because he's sharing, like, 
fun stories, serious stories, racism stories, fun stories. Like, you kind of go, like, it's not just this, like, there's, like, I don't know, a variety of things happen even in one story. Yeah. Uh, which I, I just thought was so cool. It's, like, learning about Vise was just, like, it was fun and cool, and, and he's done that a, a bunch of times um, throughout. It's just a variety of... I guess like kind of textures and themes and and morals and just different things are being shared like all the time with Wade and it's every day, you know. And there's a lot of Black history in this city and it's really good to learn about it. Uh, so if you want to find Wade, we did like we said we hit it in the segment you heard. But when you're searching for Wade Compton, uh, it's W A Y D E. I remember I had that. You know, you're like Wade Compton. I'm like I can't find him on Twitter. Like, what's going <laughs> it's on? With a Y. With a Y at Wade Compton. You can also uh, tweet at uh, Karis and I uh, at Karis Hogg C H A R I S H O G G. Go get them chips. Yeah. And at Jeremy underscore Baker. And we work at the Peak Radio Station in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. So the Peaks on Twitter at the Peak, like a mountain. Yep, like a mountain peak. Like a mountain peak, because Vancouver is a mountainous place. Uh, that'll do it for us today, you guys, for episode 121. We'll be back tomorrow with more truth and, uh, for episode 122. Uh, is that that? That's, That's that. that. That's that. That's a wrap. Let's go. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the Grimace. All right, we're done here.